they don't just survive, they thrive. The NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. So, 702 and NetBank want to give you the support that you need to take your business to the next level. We've asked you to go to business.702.co.za to tell us about your business. And we are about to profile one of those businesses. And Pablo told me something very interesting about the owner. I will share it with you in just a moment. So, it is the NetBank Business Accelerator with 702. And with me, I have 702's Business Development Specialist, Pablo Fatidis. And uh, he is from Oric Business incubator nice to see you again pablo but before we get to you dumisang kabuisili is the featured uh, small business today africa people mover he's the owner of africa people mover what's so unique about this business well really what you mentioned a little bit earlier in relation to our deputy president's speech your exact words were we need people who innovate and create he has gone into an industry that is well serviced has dominant players that are 30, 35, 40 years old and created a market in intercity passenger services, specifically to the low end of the road travel market. He runs daily from Pretoria, Sandton, Johannesburg Park Station to other cities from Durban, Cape Town, PE, London and Mtata. And he focuses mostly on customers who are city dwellers made up of students, leisure, business travelers. Now, the personal sacrifices that he has had to make as an entrepreneur, which are the things that we never see mm-hmm. when you stand in front of this man with 22 buses in his fleet, beautifully painted, excellent branding, quality service. And you look at him and you say, wow, you're so lucky to have a business like this. The personal sacrifices are never well spoken about. True, true. He built this business, really on a focus on customer service. And often we think that the lower end of the market that he services can't discern or can't pay for or can't differentiate between one kind of service or another kind of service. And that mistake is what he identified in the established players and that has created on a customer service ticket the birth of this business. Okay, so we have on the line the business owner. He's the founder and CEO of Africa People Mover, Dumisang Khabuisili. Good afternoon to you, Dumisang. It's very nice to be with you. Thank you so much for joining us. Good afternoon, guys, and thank you for having us. Thank you so much. Okay, let's just start there. Uh, Pablo has given us an idea of uh, the business that you are in. And what stood out for me was how he described it as a sector that is highly saturated. Why did you decide that despite that you are going to go for it? Why the sector? I spent a couple of years working at uh, Praza, and uh, during my time there, I was exposed to the uh, conditions that uh, <clears throat> our customers enjoyed uh, using metro rail and the uh, long-distance uh, train services, which are long-distance buses, city-to-city uh, and autopacks. So mm-hmm. seven years later, I decided that uh, there is an opportunity in the market uh, to start something where you focus specifically on this uh, low-income segment uh, but still, you're able to provide the highest quality service uh, at affordable prices and also guaranteeing uh, highest uh, safety uh, operating standards and uh, timekeeping. Mm-hmm. I mean, as a country, what more can we do, do you think, to, to just incentivize the sector, the mass transport investors and, uh, and providers, to incentivize them? I mean, whether we, we like it or not, I mean, uh, one of my favorite things is that, you know, transport is the heartbeat of any economy. 
Mm. And the vast majority of uh, working class uh, people that are traditionally from rural areas of South Africa coming to the big cities. And the uh, tragedy about it is that uh, the, there's no reliable or quality transport services. And it's uh, extremely difficult uh, and very expensive to get started. I mean, for instance, uh, the unit cost of a uh, one coach is about four and a half million. You need an infrastructure that stretches from Pretoria all the way to Cape Town and all these other areas. And in between, you have to access uh, facilities such as park stations that are owned by uh, Prasa. Uh, you have to access uh, the tolls that are managed by Sangran, etc., etc. And all this add up to the cost of doing this business. So what can uh, be done is to you know look at this uh, small startup similar to APM and uh, give them a break. Say that maybe for the first three years of their existence that uh, they can uh, get rebate on uh, on accessing uh, this essential facilities, mm-hmm. taxation, uh, using the e-tolls, etc. Hmm, that's very interesting. Okay, uh, so Pablo, why did we select him? Well, you know, it's a, it's a three-year-old business. He employs 180 people in three years, really. That's phenomenal. 180 people from nothing, from an environment that most of us would have looked at and said, good grief, this environment is completely saturated. He designed and conceptualized customer service in the following way. For example, on these buses, there's a toilet at the back, right at the back. Because what's been discovered Mm. is that most of his competitors rely on the stops for toilet breaks. But in the instance that you might have an elderly passenger, in the instance you might have a mom with kids or a dad with kids, when they need the loo, they need the loo. It's a convenience. Most of his competitors run a three-by-two seating in their buses. It's terrible on mm. long distances. Most of us which, with, with, who don't travel on buses don't know this. But it's terrible to be the piggy in the middle, the person caught in the middle. He runs a two-by-two two structure. So the ticket of customer service is what I think Tumi Sang needs to double down on. The passengers that he works with all have cell phones. And as a result, there's a database of customers to be built. Mm-hmm. And I think that if those numbers are properly collected... And those numbers are well communicated with in instances where he can fill a bus when there's an empty seat, three or four empty seats, a quick SMS that goes out that says you're a loyal provider or a loyal supporter of APM. We have seats available in the next hour. First come, first serve. There's a free ride to this destination or there's a 50% discount to this destination. This end of the market is not used to receiving service. They normally have to take what's available. And if he doubles down on customer service here, then really he's deepening what got him into the market in the first place. And I think that this business can scale significantly in accordance with that. And and the mass transport uh, uh, industry or, or companies, you know, there are a few names that come to mind, but today is about Dumisang. We're not going to mention them. But they, they're brands, even though I haven't used them myself, I know that they are out there. Should a small business like this be looking at branding itself so that they, because I've never heard of Africa People Mover, uh, but now that I've heard this incredible story, it's, it's, it's so inspirational. So should he just focus on doing something like Uber basically did doing something new and innovative and creative and then forget about the big players who almost uh, uh, just dominate in terms of the the brand presence you know what i think i think building a business like this in a very well established matured market Mm. already he's in a situation he's in a very fortunate situation the distinction between the service 
experience that he offers compared to the established brands, which will be institutionalized, which will have a certain way of working with their customers and will be very, very hard to change and catch up with him. If he carries on doing what he's doing, he's already facing a situation where he has more demand than supply. And Tumi Sung's in the market looking for funding. And when I discussed it with him, Reedy, it wasn't anecdotal. He turned everything into rands and cents and metrics. This is a business to watch. If he carries on doing what he's doing, if the funding is made available by smart investors who want to get a good return on investment, it's a business I would certainly back, and it's a business that's going to be one of the dominant brands in the next three to five years that we see. I'm not letting him go just yet because there's a bigger theme for me and it is about the the nation and where we're going as a nation. We've had problems at university with fees must fall, with graduates who are unemployed. I think it's important that South Africans know uh, about Tumisang. When did he start this business? You told me he was at varsity when he started or? No, he started the business three and a half years ago. But prior to that, and it's a classic, classic example of a global standard for successful opportunity sure. entrepreneurs. He was in the corporate environment with Prasa and with a former big competitor. He learned the business. Mm, and wow. through being in the sector and being in the business, the insight as to where the opportunity lay was identified. You need to be using a road transport pun or analogy. You need to be in the traffic yeah. to see the gaps. As a pedestrian, you can never see the gaps. That's beautiful. That's really, really worth reflecting on. Uh, very exciting. Dumisang, well done. Congratulations. But I do want to get your your, your response. Uh, Pablo has just given you a few tips how to get your business to the next level. How does that sound to you? It, it, I mean, it's all about uh, innovation. Innovation is the name of the game. And I said to Pablo that uh, we often take it for granted that uh, you uh, get up one day and start a business. So this has been uh, 10 years in the making. And, uh, you know, uh, one can only pay tribute uh, to uh, the experiences that uh, came my way during my time when I was at Prasa. You know, I learned a lot in terms of commuter service. Uh, long distance, etc. And also, even before joining Prasa, I was uh, I was in the corporate the banking then as a lawyer. So I always say that I've paid the school fees. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's an experience that I've gone out over the past uh, 20 years uh, of uh, working life that I'm finally uh, put into good use. Well, CEO and founder of Africa People Mover. Dumisang, somebody claims to be your cousin and we want to out this person in case they're lying. But Yvonne Mohudi has sent me a tweet saying, that's my cousin. I'm so super proud. God bless him. Do you know this woman? She is indeed. Oh, okay. Sharp, sharp then. Founder and CEO of Africa People Mover. We can only wish you well. Uh, Who's next, Pablo? Well, tomorrow morning we're going to be speaking with an entrepreneur who is stalling one of the fastest growing sectors in the world that really costs South Africans 2.2 billion rand a year, and it's called cybercrime. He has found the reins for it, and he's bringing it to a steady, slow pace. Wow, I can't wait for that. I have a tweet here from uh, P. Makri Singh. says, I've had interaction with Dumi Sang, and true to form, he's very customer-oriented. It's hmm. wonderful to hear. Okay. So for details of this and other business owners, visit our website. If you believe that your business should be featured on this show, then enter at our website. Business can still apply. And um, Pablo, again, again, just before you go, I mean, what kind of businesses are we looking at, are we looking for? Really, we're looking for established businesses, 
typically businesses with turnovers below 120 million rand a year. You need to be doing something innovative. You need to be generating jobs, either one or the other. And it needs to be a story that you believe will resonate with the wonderful audience that we speak to. Mm-hmm. If that's you and you want to get your idea out there and you're looking to get to the next level, go to the 702 website. There's a button there called Business Accelerators. Click on there and you're in the family. Indeed. And the businesses we profile are making South Africa a better place through the jobs they create, the innovation they bring and their commitment to the country.